Stand by for Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with your host, True Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsey. Hi, this is Craig Moore. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Welcome in. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. We've got a great show for you. As we're approaching the end of the month, we've got... Uh, the deadline for a couple of big game licenses that are uh, out there, it's looming, so you want to make sure you get that taken care of. Also, we have a new application process starting on March 1st about wild bison hunting. How does that sound? you got one month to fill out that application. We'll get to Brian and Janet from... Uh, Game and Fish to talk more in detail about all of that. We are going to talk to Alex Shannon, and Alex is uh, with the Wyoming Women's Foundation, and they have that 10th annual antelope hunt coming up later on this fall. There are scholarships available. We'll talk all about that and get you all the details that you need. And Brian from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and I will talk a little bit about the maybe springtime weather that's coming up this week and maybe some ideas for what you need to do. Come on by and stick around. We've got a full show ahead. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. <laughs> Country 95.5. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Welcome back. And as we approach the end of February, it's crazy to say that we're at the end of the February. It seems like we just started this show and such a good time with Game and Fish. And Janet, Brian, we're approaching some deadlines again and the start of something else. That's right. And it is crazy to believe that it is already here, that that is a half a year that went pretty quickly. So um, thanks for for doing the show and putting all this great information out there. It is a wonderful way for us to let people know of these big deadlines. And, and the big one coming up on Monday, February 28th is the Bighorn Sheep, Mountain Goat and Moose Hunting applications are need to be in on online by um, midnight on February 28th. So this isn't just for non-resident. This is for resident and non-resident. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. So that's yeah. that's one of the keys is we don't want people to miss this this opportunity. And, and everybody knows these are kind of once in a lifetime type hunts. And so we want to make sure everybody is aware and, and doesn't miss it. The deadline happens on February 28th for what reason? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Can you <laughs> dial Cheyenne for yeah, that? Get the real answer on that. Yeah. It's to separate the, the you know, the, the drawings for the, the three big ones that we talked about, moose, sheep, and goat, separated from elk, deer, and antelope. Um, so that way we can actually, the seasons aren't actually set until the April commission meeting. And they have the drawing for moose, sheep, and goat the first part of May. And that way people will know uh, before they apply for, elk, deer, and antelope if they drew one of those coveted tags. So a lot of people want to know, um, you know, maybe I won't go elk hunting now. I got a sheep tag. I'm going to spend all my time doing that. I don't want to draw the elk tag for that area. So a lot of people just having that little bit extra time to think about what they want to apply for if they get their moose sheep or goat tag, I think is a, is a real, you know, driving force to have it on the 28th of February. 
Now, when someone gets the notification that they were one of the winners of that big tag, it's a pretty big time for everyone. It's it's a way big deal. It's a way big deal. I mean, a lot of people, you know, have been putting in for these licenses for, you know, 25 years of preference points. So they've got a lot of preference points or some are just on the edge of being able to draw a license. So the opportunity is there. Even if you only have a few preference points, you still have the opportunity to hunt one of these coveted uh, animals in the state of Wyoming. So like I say, if you don't put in, there's no excuse for you saying that you didn't draw. So go ahead and put in. And uh, even if you only have a couple points or one point, it doesn't matter. Go ahead and put in. There is an opportunity for you to hunt in the state of Wyoming. So once you, uh, you're you drawn out, if your name gets pulled out of this magical hat, uh, what's the process after that? I mean, is it a, a really deep process? No, I mean, you'll get your license in the mail, just like if you put in for an antelope license, you would get the license in the mail. Then it's all up to you to do all the planning and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, the Game and Fish is always here to help you out. If you haven't hunted in a in a hunt area, like let's say hunt area five for bighorn sheep, don't know where to go, things like that, haven't been there for 10 years with a buddy, you know, call the local game warden, the local game and fish office, and we'll do our best to help you out because we do want you to be successful. And uh, we're out there, you know, getting that information so we can actually pass that along to our hunter. So doing the research on, you know, what access you're gonna take into that hunt area, you know, can you do it on a, you know, day hunt type stuff or do you have to pack in, you know, depending on what kind of hunts you want. Um, best time of year, if you want to go during the archery season, um, the animals might be in different locations during that time of the year than maybe later in the fall. Um, and make sure you know what the beginning dates and ending dates are. Um, Cause a lot of times you don't really pay attention if they've been changing over the years because you haven't been able to draw the tag. So Make sure you make sure you know what hunt area you put in for, but then also know what the opening and closing dates are too, because a lot of people don't ever look at that kind of stuff. It's funny you you look at the you know the, the backstory of a lot of these folks, and I, you and I have have talked before where people are 10, 15, 20, 30 years of not drawing. Uh, do you feel like a lot of people have this, like some girls do their wedding books, where as teenagers they start making plans and, and ideas, and then when it happens, then they're uh, somewhat prepared? Well, you know, it's funny that you should bring that up, Drew, because um, both women and men, I feel like, um, probably prepare for their hunt of a lifetime in a similar manner. And it probably is very much like choosing a bridesmaid or a groomsman in, in your wedding, um, who you're going to take, who gets to come, because these are um, actually hunts of a lifetime. And they are often more about the event of, of the, the actual hunt than the harvest. And so that's what makes these things so much fun is, is being able to, you know, share this time with family and friends and be in Wyoming and enjoy what makes Wyoming fantastic and, and the great outdoors and the wildlife and the habitat. And so, so that's what makes these tags so enjoyable and, and to really see people kick back and enjoy them, right? The planning that you talk about, is it a big deal? 
you know, no, it's what anybody wants to make it. If you want to go hunt by yourself in an area and, and that's how you enjoy being out there is the solitude, by all means, this is the most fantastic thing. If you want to have 20 people back at camp waiting for you and then you're getting ready to do shots of whiskey on the hour every hour that you don't harvest, then that's your your game too. <laughs> but it is, it's all about, um, you know, just really enjoying wildlife and we want people to remember that as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Janet. Brian, uh, we're going to hang on to you guys for just a little bit because not only is something ending on February 28th, but something new is beginning on March 1st. We'll discover what that is in just a couple of minutes. Remember, if you have any questions for Game and Fish, you can hit us up at the My Country 95.5 app. While you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country 95.5. We're back with Brian Olson and Janet Millick of Wyoming Game and Fish Department, and we're talking about uh, some deadlines that are happening. So once uh, this deadline ends at midnight or 11.59 on the 28th of February, then March 1st opens up another option for folks. That's right. You know, a big thing right now for for folks um, on the health department is definitely the wild bison, um, a lot of wild bison burgers, those sorts of things that are out there. And so the opportunity to apply for a wild bison um, license opens March 1st and runs the entire month of March. So you have until the 31st to get your application in. Brian, how many of these licenses will actually be picked out of the drawing? Um, the numbers that we actually have available each year is dependent on when they set the seasons in April at the commission meeting. Um, and it really has to do from the year before how successful they were, how many bison have been on the elk refuge, you know, during the winter. Um, they have a, like a, a, a carrying capacity, but they try to keep it at or quota that they want to keep that. So they're trying to, you know, reduce, reduce the herds to those levels. Of course, they're going to give out probably more, you know, cow tags and they are bull tags, but um, it's one of those things where it's hard to draw a bull tag, but a little bit easier to draw a cow tag. But it's one, it's a great hunt. Um, I was lucky enough to be on a, a cow buffalo hunt at one time many years ago, and I brought my dad out, and we went, and we had a really good time. And uh, it's one of those family events. It's not a real difficult hunt until it hits the ground, and then it is difficult. But otherwise, it's one of those things to plan for, and the seasons now are longer, so you have a better opportunity to to head to Jackson for a few days once in a while to uh, not only do some buffalo hunting, but enjoy the scenery around there too. Uh, when you win that tag, when you get that option, is it necessary or do you have to do a guide or an outfitter or is it you just work with a game and fish to kind of get the, the, the ground rules? So a non-resident um, coming into Wyoming, if they're going to hunt in wilderness area, they would need a guide. And that could be a resident guide or it could be a, a guide and outfitter. So you could actually talk to a guide or an outfitter if you're not familiar with the area or call the Game and Fish. We'd be glad to help you out if you want to do it on your own. Uh, we'd be certainly glad to help you out on what things to expect, things that you're going to be wanting to do, uh, deal with when you get out here. If you harvest one and being able to get it back to your vehicle, you know, they do have people out there to help you pack it out. So there's other options out there. So but it's open. I mean, if you want to do it on your own or if you'd rather not I'll hire an outfitter or hire an outfitter, just give us a call. And we'd be glad to help you out. So if you had someone there that knows their way around that area is going to benefit you a lot. 
in the option or the possibility of you actually tagging out. Absolutely. And, and you know, the folks in our Jackson um, Game and Fish office are very familiar with with all of that country and, and will help folks on map, on maps, etc. We will not take you out in the field and, and show you left and right and forward um, on where they might be or how to get them. But we'll definitely give you some pointers. And, and Drew, it's um, it's pretty fantastic. And, and I hope that everybody has has the luck to draw a bison on your your first First take, but if not, um, keep putting in and, and hopefully at some point everyone can experience, you know, the hunt there with the Grand Tetons and, and the fabulous um, outdoors that, that that place has to offer. Uh, another question kind of, it's on the subject of all of the big game hunting. If you have a family and you're going to go out, can three or four people go with you on the, the, the hunt to do the stalk? But then obviously only the person with the tag does the shooting? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can imagine the size of a buffalo, um, you know, after it's shot and it's laying on the ground of, of how many people it takes to help get that cut up and hauled out. So I say the more the merrier. Um, certainly doing the stock might be you don't want 20 people with you. But yeah. having those people back at the camp or parking lot um, waiting for the call that says, hey, we got one on the ground. Come on out. We need some help. I mean, that's that's part of, you know, the hunting tradition is being there with family and having them help you and and uh, celebrating and, and all that kind of stuff. So certainly um, I think all these these tags that we're talking about, even when you're antelope, deer and elk hunting, uh, having, you know, that friendship, you know, and family with you, I think, is a very key component of of uh, how much fun this is. Now, how does one get in on the applying process? Is it pretty simple? Um, it's what, it's a lot simpler than what people think. And, um, you go to our website and, uh, click on hunt, you know, the, uh, the buy button. And, uh, from there, you're basically in the system of creating a username and password if you're a brand new person. But if you've ever hunted in the state in the last few years, since we've gone to that online, everything online now, it's so simple and getting into the system and applying, um, if anybody has any questions or concerns about that, we know there's a lot of people that are not very computer literate um, and we'd be glad to help them over the phone or they can come into the office and they can do it right here at the office and we'll help them go step by step so they can get that done. Aha, uh -huh, just like a store kiosk then. Right. And Brian's the man running it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're looking forward to uh, a big season uh, this year, make sure you get your applications in for the deadline of bighorn, uh, sheep, mountain goat, and moose. And then starting on March 1st, bison application is happening. All right, guys. Uh, another great week and lots of fun information. Thank you so much. Thanks, Take care. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Here we are at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, and Brian, after uh, the last little cold snap we had, it's good to look into the future and see a little warmth. Man, it, uh, we got a nice uh, warming trend compared to last week going on this week, for sure. Now, even though it's going to warm up a little bit down here, doesn't mean that all the snow on the mountains are going to melt, so it's a perfect time to get up and do some outdoor recreation. Yeah, you know, I was up, uh, went up to the top of the Casper Mountain, up around Bear Trap the other day, and we were just kind of playing around up in the snow there, and 
man, I stepped out of my uh, my machine there, and I was I was up to my thigh. There's three foot of snow up there, you know, and uh, those trails look like they've got them uh, nice and groomed up there. So with this weather, it's going to be great for snowshoeing, doing some cross-country skiing, just getting out and doing a little hiking. And you guys have a whole wall here of, well, kind of all the snowshoeing equipment and even hiking equipment when we get to that point. But uh, I walk by there and I look at it every time and I see different sizes. So the whole family could come and get a whole, uh, you know, setup for snowshoes. Yeah, we were, I was looking at snowshoes this morning because uh, my wife and I were talking about getting a set ourselves, and we're like, uh, you know, it's all it's all weight based. So like I think up to a thirty inch snowshoe does up to two hundred or two hundred and fifty pounds. So mm-hmm. it's all a pound rate uh, rating based on. On the length of the snowshoe and and i'll tell you that there's a great selection there's multiple levels you can come check those out and all the trekking poles which some people say oh you don't need trekking poles me i gotta have trekking <laughs> poles because you know i'm not that great on uh, snowshoes yet so yeah and it's a it's a great great workout you know and you can go at your own pace and you can go as far or as you know as short as distance as you want so and that's the, the best part and it's good to have if you ever get stuck out in the snow you know <laughs> yeah around here you might want them in the back of your truck anyways yeah, right. uh we've also got all kinds of other uh, stuff coming up here uh, before long this warm weather is going to get people inclined to want to get out and do some fishing and uh, you can always get your fishing rods and, and all the bait and everything yeah you know last week we had a couple reservoirs that were just starting to open up and then you know minus 15 degree weather probably closed those back up pretty quick but um with 50 degree weather this next week and a little wind uh, those those reservoirs are going to open up pretty quick and then you you know the the stream fishing uh you know the the platte river uh upstream from gray reef uh there's some fantastic fishing going on up in those areas now if you do get out and uh, and get some some fish and you want to cook them up you guys have traeger grills here and all the seasonings you got aisles of seasonings we we do and uh you know like especially if you're a walleye guy or whatnot um, we've got uh, some some pretty cool little fish fryers little uh, single burner fish fryers with the baskets and we've got the shore lunch to bat them all up and then the Traeger stuff as well so uh yeah we, anything you want we got what i love about rocky mountain discount sports is just that if you're a bow hunter you got the bows if you're a shotgunner you got the shotguns you've got uh, a great stock up now on ammo because it's here you've got a lot of it here yeah the the pistol ammo is fantastic right now um i mean we're still missing a few skews but uh, it's it's getting a lot better uh the hunting ammo's slowly trickling in some of the more popular calibers are still hard to come by but uh yeah it's going to start getting good and with this nice weather it's a great time to go pick up a few targets run out to coal mountain uh go go do some shooting it's awesome store if you haven't been in here make sure you get in here and check it out if you have any questions everybody's very knowledgeable here especially when it comes to licenses and and uh and permits and things so get out here check it out rocky mountain discount sports cy avenue and casper Baby, it's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, you can listen on demand 24-7 on the radio station's app. Coming up this fall, the 10th annual Wyoming Women's Antelope Hunt is happening. And from Wyoming Women's Foundation, Alex Shannon is our guest this week. Alex, this year is a pretty big year for you guys on this hunt, isn't it? Yes, this year will be our 10th annual Wyoming Women's Antelope Hunt. We're very excited to celebrate such a monumental year and invite, you know, everyone in Wyoming to celebrate with us. 
So 10th year, I mean, that's big. Have you seen a steady growth over the last nine years? Absolutely. Yes. It is, you know, such a wonderful problem to have that so many people want to participate and that it's just, you know, limited spots available. And so we try our best to get everybody involved in maybe a volunteer or a donor role. But yes, we've seen very much steady increase in popularity. Well, let's walk back to the very beginning, uh, 10 years ago. What was the idea behind the annual women's antelope hunt? The hunt was actually founded as an opportunity for mentoring and camaraderie amongst women. And it was actually inspired by Marilyn Kite, one of the Supreme Court justices for Wyoming, and her sister-in-law, Carrie Stebner. And they just really saw the power of women in the field together and learning from each other and being able to ask questions and really depend on the skills that women have. And we saw how powerful that could be and wanted to share it with other women. And this event was born out of it. And we're very grateful that through the help of donors and supporters, we're able to actually raise money for the Wyoming Women's Foundation through this annual event. Do you, does it surprise you the number of women that sign up to want to be part of this hunt? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it, I guess the diversity surprises me. I'm surprised that, you know, the the single moms that are homeschooling their kids are so excited to learn how to put nutrition nutritionist food on their tables. And I get so excited when I see older women coming back year after year to pick up that rifle and go trudging through the snow possibly for miles. And it's just really fun to see people that may have never come to Wyoming and don't know our landscape. And they're just, they're just ready, ready to rock and explore and harvest for their family. So. Well, and, and that's a good point. Who's all eligible to be part of this hunt? Women and girls that are eligible to hunt are eligible to hunt with us. And so it's we've had people from, I think, 36 states now. Wow, that's it's, awesome. It's getting up there. It's very exciting. You know, we're hoping to tick them all off eventually. Maybe we'll go international. Canada, let us know. Hey. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> if you can get your hunting license, we are happy to have you. Alex Shannon is our guest today from the Wyoming Women's Foundation, the big antelope hunt coming up this fall. And there is a scholarship side of the program, too. Who's all eligible for that? A really big part of our event is trying to bring women and girls that wouldn't have the opportunity to have a mentored hunt into this experience. And so there is a scholarship program and about one third of our hunters attend on that program every year. And we're you know, so grateful to the donors that help us make that happen. Um, at this point, we have eight general scholarships. And then we also have a Ride the Range scholarship that is for veteran women. And we also have a single mother scholarship that was sponsored by Shelly Simonton, who is so wonderful supporter of women throughout Wyoming. Alex, how does the funding benefit the Wyoming Women's Foundation? The funds come in and are you know held at the Wyoming Women's Foundation. We then use that money to put on future antelope hunts, and we also put it into our granting. And so the money goes out across the state to other nonprofits. We work with, you know, the great Climb Wyoming and Boys and Girls Clubs, things like that. There's, you know, some wonderful things happening across the state that we like to be able to support. And then I would just argue that it's not just the funds that are benefiting people and that through this event, I mean, we've really seen 
the volunteers and the guides and just every single person that's able to participate has really walked away from it saying that it's life changing and that it's just so, so powerful to witness the the event. So if someone goes on this hunt and they harvest an antelope, uh, do they keep the meat? Uh, what happens then? Yeah, good question. So there's a couple different meat processing options. We do have a DIY workshop where there's some really trained volunteers, mentors that can teach you those skills and help you process the animal yourself. It's incredible to watch women who have never harvested anything and then the next day they process it and wrap it and take it home. There is also the option of sending it to the local processor, which is Bighorn Meats. They've been a fabulous supporter over the years. And then the first lady, Jenny Gordon, has her food from the field program. And so you can actually donate your entire harvest. It has to be processed through Bighorn Meats. And then it will go to the local food bank and your harvest can benefit the local community. Oh, that is great. So it literally can go field to table in multiple ways. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I mean, you can take it home and have a big potluck with your whole family and friends or you can donate it and it can stay right there. Uh, if someone in listening is really interested, what's the best way for them to get the ball rolling, either for the scholarship program or just to secure a position? The scholarship applications are open until March 15th. They're available on our website and on social media. If you email me at Alex at wycf.org. I can send that to you as well. And I would just reiterate that it's it's become extremely popular. So we have a couple hundred applicants for those limited spots. And I would just encourage you to continue to apply year after year and just reach out to us and tell us your story. Um, as far as securing a spot, I'd say get on the wait list and we will do our best to get you in next year or you know, when it's your time. So we, we're trying our best to get everybody in that wants to participate. How cool is that? Well, I encourage you, if you're interested, uh, even just to find out more information, wywf.org. Uh, Alex, we appreciate it greatly and, uh, and good luck for the rest of the year getting this all set up. Yes, thank you so much. And big shout out to all of our supporters. We're very grateful for your help and for you as well, Drew. Thank you. Absolutely, Alex. Thank you so much. Of course, all those details are at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. We have another show in the books. Now, if you've missed any of our programs, you can go listen on demand all 20 some odd, 30 of them that are on there. We've got them there. You can get over there and check that out right inside the station's app on demand. Thanks again for tuning in. Another show a week from tonight.